You are listening to episode number 311 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Also, get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Barrage. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesar's Palace, is it? On a camel. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. Tell them. Tell them what your volunteer work required you to do today. <laughs> it didn't require me to. <laughs> it, the, it was heavily implied that a requirement was, was mandated. So... <laughs> So I don't know how many people, one of the things that I've been doing with my free time, you know, since I'm not working currently is I volunteer down at the Ronald McDonald house, which, you know, that's what Jen did today. Did she? I love it. It's honestly, this is like my, my favorite all time charity, but yeah, so I volunteer at least one day a week in the mornings as like their office assistant and I'm, I'm their meal programs coordinator and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but they've I'm sorry, also. I'm sorry, did you just gloss your, over something? Meal program? No. Thank you. Thank no, you. He no, it, it doesn't have anything to do with that. It doesn't. Oh, okay. So they have they have roped me in to being on their gala planning committee. So the gala is their big annual fundraiser, and it's held at the Four Seasons, which you know is down at Mandalay Bay. So you know I've been besides helping around the house, I've been on that committee. And a couple weeks ago, they came to me and said. Hey, uh, we're going to go down to the Four Seasons and do a tasting to pick out the menu for the gala. Do you want to join us? <laughs> I was like, um, yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm sitting here working, and I see this little, this little pop-up appointment. And it's like, oh, Karen, Ronald McDonald uh, gala, uh, whatever, it was, whatever it was. Yeah, it was like tasting at the Four Seasons Vegas. And I'm like... Really, Karen? I get a text where he's really? like, really? You need this, and little, I'm like, you need what? this little reminder that, like, oh, I almost forgot. I have to go to that that whole... I no, have, no, 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 no. I have I, to go. Uh-uh. I block it on the calendar so you know where I'm going to be. Because if I'm not here when you are thinking I'm going to be someplace... Don't you say something in here? Like, yeah, yes. The, the, the ga- yeah, just the idea that it's it's related to this. Not like... I don't want to go do this. I have to do this. Like, what am I gonna? They asked me to go. What am I gonna say? No. <laughs> Seriously. That but, would be bad for me. Oh, it would be awful. It was, it was just as someone who lives in Vegas. I'm like, oh, we are disgusting. What is fucking I, wrong? With I <laughs> and this this was ba- like the invite was basically a thank you for everything that I do because it's it's one of those things where if they if they don't have somebody covering the front desk during the week, they'll call me and be like, hey, can you come in and, and help us out? And I do. So I mean, I'm there. I'm regularly scheduled on Friday mornings, but I could be, you know, I could be there three days a week. I think the most I've done was actually four days a week. And now on the, the gala planning committee. And actually, they just added me to the finance committee, too. So I'm going to have to pick one or the other. It's and a we'll, lot of volunteering. It is a lot of volunteering. Um, <laughs> but, I'd like to get a real job, but this volunteering is 40 hours a week. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so rewarding and it's so much fun. And it's no pressure, no stress, which is awesome. But so just to give you an idea, Tony, so, so the menu was, um, the tasting menu was custom created by the executive chef at the Four Seasons. His name is Mark Goodman. We had, and this is, I'm so full right now. It's awesome. But they brought us in a little bitty room. We had our own um, waitress that was, you know, kind of bringing everything out and take like top notch taking care of us. There was wine, you know, it just, it was fabulous. But I had six different appetizers. No, excuse me, six different hors d'oeuvres. 
So we're trying to decide like what they're going to pass at the beginning during the cocktail hour. Then we had two different appetizers. One of them included uh, it was an impossible ravioli, and I had to ask him like, "What's impossible? Ooh, it's nice. the impossible meat, which is yes, the non-meat meat." It was actually really fucking good. I was surprised. Really good. Well, and I'm a meat eater, so you know there was that. Um, but instead. <laughs> Instead, we yes, instead of going is. with that ravioli, though, we actually went with the cream corn and Maine lobster uh, cappuccino. Holy shit. Um, we had two different salads. The one we ended up going with is kale, roasted butternut squash, dried cranberries, quinoa, granny smith apples, endive, pecorino romano cheese, and maple cider vinaigrette. Pecorino. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> um, and that was actually better. I was surprised because it was actually better than the roasted beet salad, which I'm a huge fan of roasted beets. But it was just so incredibly delicious. And then we tried two different entrees. Um, one of them was a coffee-crusted beef tenderloin with uh, tiger prawns, three cheese-baked uh, gnocchi, and you know roasted vegetables. The other one uh, was a bone-in braised short rib and sea bass in a bag with ginger, lemongrass, coconut, a parsnip puree, and rainbow Swiss chard. Like, literally, the plating... You've got the the bone-in short rib, and I'm sorry, Mark's tuning out, but the foodies will appreciate this. It's like one long plate, and it's got the bone-in short rib on one side, and the other side is this little bowl with a bag that's tied. And they bring it out and set it down, and then they come over and cut off the top of the bag so all the aroma with the sea bass and the coconut and everything just comes wafting out at you. Oh, my God. It was so delicious. So which entree did you end up going with? Um, I don't know that I should say because for anybody uh, that's local, you know, you have to, you got to come to the gala and find the out. There's excuse. That's what we'll do. All right. So and then, when is it? Um, when is the gala? It's uh, October 19th here in Las Vegas. Um, it's, it is $400 a ticket, but again, it goes to the house. And if you're interested, you can find out more information at rmhlv.org, which stands for Ronald McDonald House Las Vegas.org. But then, Tony, we also had dessert. This, so. is, the, this is the grossest this show has ever been. <laughs> it's not gross. <laughs> it is. It's so awesome. I'm bored. Because bon, uh, uh, you're not a foodie. Uh, uh. Tony appreciates it, don't you, Tony? Uh, I, I don't appreciate either of you right now. Oh, it was incredible. It was, I'm so, and it was just like one of those things you're like, I, how can my life get any better? You want to go for a tasting at the Four Seasons? That was the sure. joke I was going for, and it feels like. I set it up to be knocked down, and uh, I was the only no one that way. got hit. No, I got wasn't. hit many times. You set it up beautifully. You set up. How could your life get any better? It can't. You live in Vegas and you eat outstanding food. Yeah, Both for free. Of you can go hug yourselves for free. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, listen. Since Mark's annoyed, we should probably start the show. He's Mark. She's Karen. I'm Tony. And always, we start with random Vegas. Oh, things that we wanted to talk oh, about. Good lord. The Welcome to Fabulous Las Vegas sign has 89 bulbs outlining the outer edge. We got that from at Vital Vegas. And not realizing how uh, this this conversation was going to start off, I wish I would have uh, loaded on a better one. <laughs> I, 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 I thought when I was putting it in there, I first put it in there and I'm like, well, it's, it's brief. It's not really, you know, there's it doesn't connect to anything that we're going to talk about in the show. And I'm uh, and, and I was like, no, they don't have to all be interconnected in a way that only no, you know about every right. week. So that's why I left it in there. And then I'm like, fun damn fact. it, if mine would have been a little more wordy, it would have been more like, are you guys done talking? Let's talk about Vegas. And I dropped some fucking knowledge on you. It was like, God fucking damn it. I know about Las Vegas now. But, but fun fact, you have one of the original light bulbs from the Welcome to Las Vegas sign. That's an accurate statement. Yeah. Well, define original. What does that mean? So it, they're only in the sign for like 30 days or something like that. And when yep. they do take all the bulbs out, they take them out in order. They label them. And there's a guy that buys them and re, uh, repackages to sell them as you know, their official. Like he's like the, the one that I have is a bulb that was in the sign the day we started 360 Vegas. Nice. So have you purchased one on the day that you guys officially moved to Las Vegas? Well, no, that's that's my fucking house. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we did. We purchased enough yeah. with I don't need, moved I don't, to Las I don't Vegas. I need a bulb to you know. You just saved the bulbs from your light socket. Got it. All right. Truly <laughs> 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 <Really> noted. <laughs> Fine. Next. Oh, and oof. if ever there was a reason to win Twit Pick of the Week, it was definitely this week. Talk to us about that. 
Reflections. As soon as they were established as a thing, writers have mused at great length about the duality of its literal and metaphorical meanings. Like I said, meetings. You did say meetings. Yeah. I'm, I'm, watch me persist right back into it. I'm not even out of character. <laughs> In character. Reflections are distort. <laughs> Reflections are distortions of the truth, and yet one of the most significant ways we grow as humans. Reflections of Las Vegas remind us never to. F- I'm just fucking still laughing. <laughs> the- Mark, you gotta understand, man. Karen and I can can push through each other's laughter, but when you chime in with your own laughter, that's when I'm like, I'm done. I'm done. <sighs> I, I'm like every 90s uh, Dick Clark bloopers video, right? Like, I'm, I'll push right. through and the audience knows that I've lost it. But then when one of my co-stars loses, I'm like, okay, well, now I can't hold it on. <laughs> it just it struck me as funny. Sorry. Reflections of Las Vegas remind us to never forget to cherish the moments we have while enjoying this great city. As dreamlike as, dreamlike as it may appear or feel... It is a very real, but God damn it, every time you do it. Every time who does what? You. I don't know what you just did twice, but it's like dragging your mic across your tie. Oh. Hmm. I don't know what I did. I mean, I know what I did here, but I don't know why it would have done anything. But okay, fine. I'll just keep my phone up to my ear. It's fine. <laughs> you don't have a little uh, like headphone earbuds? earbud thing? No, because I don't usually podcast from my phone, but it's I'm I'm working through my anger. I got I, I got a glass say, of bourbon I, in my hand. I think we've um I think we, we gotta have, have an extra pair. Can within, we send within, it to him? Within arm's reach. <laughs> yeah, right. Thirteen pair. What do you want, Tony? Well, when you color. hang on to them when you buy the phones, you yeah. just sort of well the only difference well, is now, now the new phones isn't the same jack, but But you know. yeah, 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 yeah. We're really getting a little fucking rabbit hole. Reflections of Las Vegas remind us to never forget to cherish the moments we have while enjoying this great city. As dreamlike as it may appear or feel, it is a very real place, and we are fortunate that it was created for us. One of the few gateways to enjoy the world beyond the looking glass, captured brilliantly, once again, by at rtphotos underscore. I don't know how I'm going to splice that together because that was that was all, all sorts of awesome mixed in with some terrible with some I don't I don't know what, something you'll, you'll was tossed it over out. it and I you're good you yeah, you're good you can you can handle it yeah uh, that photo I, I think that once individuals actually see the photo itself yeah. they're going to forget about any potential uh, sound quality issues because it's a beautiful picture. And I love it because you get both the California and the plaza. And yeah. what's most fun about the picture is as much as I am aware of downtown Las Vegas, it even took me a hot second to figure out, let my mind's eye figure out where they were standing to get both of the casino images in plus, you know, the actual reflection that is that I'm not going to, you know, divulge. It's it's a really cool picture. Yeah. I mean, I, I saw it and I was like, all right, that's snazzy. I like that one. That's snazzy. That's snazzy. <laughs> that, 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 <laughs> it's, replace everything I just said, reflections with snazzy. I know. I mean, at the end of the day, your your twit, peak, twit pick write-up was really pretty weak because at the end of the day, all it needed was, well, this is right. snazzy. Right? <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> As always, we will link to the photo on our blog. We'll feature it on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, as well as the enhanced version of the show, which Patreon subscribers should be seeing right now. Let's move into the news. I love this. I love everything about this. Talk to me about why the Ramsey ban has been lifted. So this was not planned as far as it being such a slow news week that what <laughs> we're we making do this a story. is a fucking story, <laughs> but fuck it. Here it is. Some people's more interested. Longtime listeners of the show are most likely aware of my distaste for Gordon Ramsey. Not based on his culinary prowess, but because he became famous because of his TV persona as an asshole. Understanding the only real power any of us have is our discretionary income, 
to not encourage such behavior, I instituted a self-ban of his restaurants. And when I say self-ban, I mean Karen too. <laughs> any, any, any implied rules automatically due to marriage yeah, absolutely, affects yes. me. Yep. Yeah. One of the reasons I landed a chick like Karen is my never-ending quest to be the best husband I can possibly be for her. This is true. Stir in my clinical crazy, and that becomes a constant cycle of self-realization and constraint improvement. Or constant improvement. I'm sure they're supposed to be constant. Constraint improvement. They're... I got to work on keeping you constrained. I mean, you just keep getting <laughs> no, no, away. No, no. It's your improvement that you're constraining. I could be better, but I won't be. <laughs> Self-realization. I am terrible at constraints. I need to improve in constraints. I'm great at improvement, unfortunately. I've recently been struggling with some prolonged clinical depression episodes. God, that sounded way happier than it should, considering <laughs> what it was. Yeah. It's fucked up shit, is what keep, I'm saying. Keep the happy in there, though. I We're like looking it. for any it's kind really, of positive. Like, I almost think it's a little bit kind of unnerving, like, wow, that sounded way too off, but <laughs> we'll go with it. <laughs> Anytime I'm in one of these headspaces, the quest is to try and do anything to break out of it. That included jumping at the opportunity to see Motionless and White, a band Karen doesn't dislike, but would never ask to go see them as a headliner. This is true. But without considering that, I bought tickets and informed her we were going, yep. to which she accepted without protest. To be fair, it isn't like I asked her to go see a band she actively dislikes, like Bush or Incubus. <laughs> Reflecting on that, it occurred to me that the aforementioned ban on Gordon Ramsay was irrational. Regardless of what I think of the guy, my dislike for him doesn't exceed Karen's indifference to seeing bands she has little interest in seeing, but acquiesced without question because she knew it would make me happy. Because of my clinically diagnosed issues, mental issues, issues of mental variations, <laughs> I'm not subject to a lot of the stressors other spouses have to endure, like going to company parties or anything that would trigger or exacerbate symptoms. So, so wait, let me, let me rephrase that. Basically, what that means is I know a situation that will make you uncomfortable, and I just don't ask. Yeah. Regardless of those challenges, I don't think that it's fair that I'm not subject to things I don't care for but do because I know they'll make my wife happy. And so came the concept of the... <laughs> self-imposed ban on Gordon Ramsay, as well as other such idiosyncrasies like not seeing bands I don't really care about but Karen likes. These are things that I can do for her in place of those things that I'm not subjected to like a typical husband. As a result, I thank her for going along with my crazy all this time and that it was no longer necessary. If going to eat at a Gordon Ramsay restaurant will make her happy, I can set aside my half-hearted dislike and allow her to enjoy those things as well as join her when the occasion presents itself. Same goes for Pink and Imagine Dragons Live. <laughs> these, these are these are so, these are what is known as a breakthrough. Okay, <laughs> let me just finish, and then I know there's tons to add to it. Right. And so it can be said without exaggeration that my crazy is a little less today than it was yesterday. And I am a little better of a husband to my wife. Aww. Well, how was Gordon Ramsay's burger, well, you bitch? So first, no. <laughs> no, seriously. seriously. There's something nice in the not. Well, so no, first I have to say, Tony, you have to understand this conversation. Um, and when he, like, he mentions here, like going to see Pink at Imagine Dragons, he has like a built-in dislike for both of them. Number one, Pink because she's a high school dropout. So he feels like going to support her, and it's not that he doesn't like her music, but going to support her is like encouraging people to drop out of high school, high school to her, do this kind of stuff. probably makes the least sense of them all, I'll be honest. All right. And then Imagine Dragons he doesn't like because we watched a live concert video footage of it, and they turned into like a jam band, and yeah. like a five-minute song got drug out to ten minutes, which drives him crazy. So then he was like, we're never going to go see them live either. So I'm downstairs, you know, whatever, and Mark just comes in the room and says, okay, so realize something last night that I have to discuss with you. And whenever he starts <laughs> a conversation like that, I'm like, Dead honest. <laughs> okay, 
Do I need to buckle up and get ready, this or is, what's this happening is really, here? This, is, this may be all Patreon exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> so it's always fun to hear. So so it's great that you do the write-ups because that's your thought process yep. interpretation, yep. and then I tell my side of it, which that's is why usually I saying, different. I, that's why I kept saying, nope, hold on, hold on, hold on, because <laughs> I know what you want to talk about. I don't know what you're going to say, right. but I'm like, I know it's going to go. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, let me get the thing done. Okay, no, your turn. So, Go ahead. So he comes in the room and says, all right, I had a revelation that I need to discuss with you. And I'm like, okay. He's like, look, if you want to go see Pink, we'll go see Pink. And I'm thinking, all right, I didn't think she was here right now, but okay. <laughs> and then he then he says, and if you want to go see Imagine Dragons, we'll go see Imagine Dragons. And I'm like, okay, well, that's pretty likely because, you know, they're from Vegas, so that's going to happen. She's like, wait a minute. Were you married to me in a parallel universe <laughs> and we fought the night before and you just woke I up? Did, and I had no idea where this was coming from. And then he goes, and if you want to go eat at Gordon Ramsay's, we'll go eat at Gordon Ramsay's. And at that point, I'm looking at him like, what? Huh. But I said, but not Guy Fieri. <laughs> Which... He didn't even, he keeps saying that. You still can't go there. I'm like, I don't care because I'm never going to go eat at that place because he's not a chef. Right. But the thing is. You still need to have some control. It, that guy. Yeah, yeah. That that thing. So I, then I'm like, I'm sitting here going, okay, what just happened? Like, why did you do this? And that's where he told me, he's like, look, uh, he because he literally did. He bought the tickets to Motionless and White. Who's uh, We've seen them as an opener for somebody else. Corn. And they were good. So it's not like I don't like them. But he didn't even ask me, hey, would this be fun to go? He just bought the tickets, and I'm like, well, okay, I guess we're going. Yeah. So he was like, I was thinking about it, and, you know, there's a lot of shit that you don't make me do that would, you know, I don't want to do, and you don't make me. And if going to do these things make you happy, fine, let's let's go do them. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so She's waiting for the others. And? I, I, I'm like... <laughs> Are, are we going now? No, like what's... I, I've had an affair on you, and so I know, this right? is why it's Where's okay. this going? <laughs> I know. So, and this was totally, like, not necessarily planned, but friends of ours, um, Brian and Tanya, uh, were in town this week for a little friends surprise of ours, visit. Like, he doesn't know who they are. Well, I'm not talking about him. Like, other listeners right, and stuff. Fair enough. But they're, you know, at Brian and Tanya Love Vegas on Twitter. Yeah. Awesome people. Just love them to death. But they popped into town for a couple of days, and they're like, hey, if you got time, you know, they're so cute because they're like, I know you're busy. I know you got a life. Love to see you. No pressure. I'm like, oh, no, I'm, I'm coming down. We'll, we'll figure this out. So Mark um, wasn't feeling great and didn't want to go. So I met them, uh, and they happened to be at Planet Hollywood. And I said, hey, um, the Ramsey's ban has been lifted. So his burger joint is right there. What do you think? So that's where we went. And it actually, the burger was really good. So I ended up getting. She took fucking notes. Well, I did make notes because I want to. You always yell at me for rambling, Good. so I wanted to make well, sure that I had it down there. I'm glad you're taking your nosh roll fucking serious. <laughs> oh, when it comes to food, I'm serious. Right. It's fine. But I ended up getting the blue cheeseburger, and this is probably one of the few times that I haven't added or taken stuff off a burger. Like, I just looked at the menu and I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm going to do that. So it's got blue cheese and manchango cheese, fig jam, arugula, cider vinegar reduction, and a spicy mayo on it. It was really, really good. I, the one thing I would probably say, because I asked for it medium well, and it was still a little pink on the inside, so I might, like, go medium or go well done the next time. Pink or that warm, I'm almost cooked? Yeah. The, Ooh, the, that's gross. Oh, no, no. I mean, it was just a little bit of pink. Like, you can oh, see so you in the picture. Oh, I don't mind a little bit of pink. No, it, yeah. It's just a little bit of pink, but I might have, I might like it a little more done than that, so next time I might go with I like to feel, that. like less of the blood of the animal that I'm eating. Like, oh, there was no, yeah, more. there wasn't any blood coming yeah. out of it, but... Um, I'm a modern-day carnivore. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I don't want to feel guilty about having this animal right. killed for me to enjoy. Didn't we harvest all these spices and such to fix this? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so that's what I got. Brian and Tanya both got the Hell's Kitchen burger, which has jalapeno and avocado on it, and it looked really good. It actually... Yeah. Brian said that if he doesn't get the Hell's Kitchen burger, he gets the blue cheeseburger, which is yeah. what I got. Um, really, really good. They ordered uh, the truffle Parmesan fries, which are ridiculous. They're delicious. I got a side of the beer-battered onion rings, which I could honestly take or leave. Like, those weren't hmm. weren't as mm-hmm. good. They didn't have a lot of flavor to them. I was kind of... It was just sort of like, yeah, okay. Heavy breading on them, and it just 
weren't my favorite. Let me ask you this, uh, uh, Karen, for the for your onions, were they the kind where if you bite into the onion ring itself, your teeth, it, it's, it's done enough that your teeth can actually bite through both the crispy outside breading as well as the onion at the same time, and it clears? It does. Or does it randomly pull the onion through the rest of the batter clears. ring? Did <laughs> my, my teeth clear? Clear! <laughs> no, oh, it, it, it would clear. So, no, you could bite straight through it, so that wasn't a problem. It just didn't have a lot of flavor. So that's interesting. That's, yeah. that, and I blame that on the on the batter and exactly. enough spices in it. But well, and even a hmm. beer batter, like normally beer batter is pretty rich. This this wasn't. It just I don't know. But like I said, the burger was great. The truffle fries are are awesome. Um, so it was really good. Yeah, I think I think Mark would like it. Although he'd probably have to do a customer. Oh no, they had like a breakfast burger there too that had like a a fried egg and bacon and cheese on it and stuff yeah. that I think was right up your alley. Yeah. So it was really good. I'm I'm super excited. <laughs> everything. That the band's been lifted. Yeah, that the band's been lifted. <laughs> Although every every piece of feedback I've been getting is that, you know, Gordon Ramsay steak, definitely, Hell's Kitchen, not so much. I, I've heard so, I've heard mixed, like but it like, well, actually I don't think I've really heard a terrible one. Most of them are like, it's okay. And well, the, like, this oh, so Hell's great. Kitchen I've heard is okay. I've heard his steakhouse is phenomenal. Yeah. But I've I've heard that Hell's Kitchen mm. is just okay. He's got to get in there and start screaming. The fuck? That's right. Uh, for what it's worth, Karen, I've heard that I, I've, I've, how do I want to phrase this? I've, I've heard, heard less mixed reviews of Burger than the Steakhouse. Okay. But I've heard more reviews of the Steakhouse than I have of Burger. So, it, it, you know, and that's one of the things that Jen will always compare. She'll say, well, sure, you know, Burger has a 90% approval rating with 500 ratings. Right. But when you go to the the steakhouse, they've got twenty five hundred reviews, okay. yeah. and it's eighty percent. So, do you want, you know, ninety or ninety five percent of five hundred, or do you want eighty percent of, of twenty five hundred? So, right. Right. take it for what it's worth. Uh, I, I will share one one quick thing, and we can move on. Um, I ordered. We've Jen and I. We've been to. We uh, did the steakhouse for my birthday, my fortieth birthday. That was the night that I won the ten thousand uh-huh. dollars on the slot machine. Yep. I ordered the, um, oh, shoot, what's that steak that's wrapped in the pastry? What's that called? Beef um, Wellington. Beef Wellington. I ordered the Beef Wellington. Jen ordered the actual just straight-up filet mignon. We wound up literally seven bites in flipping our meal. Really? She preferred my Beef Wellington, and I preferred her, <laughs> her, uh, uh, her filet, filet mignon. That's awesome. So just food, food for thought. Food Fla- for thought is filet mignon? Filet yeah. mignon, that's what it's called. Filet mignon is what it sounded like he was saying. No, he said filet mignon. Oh, that I'm is the sorry. story I, I, I was telling. We went with a really gay Swedish guy. <laughs> <laughs> he was filet I now, but, I now see why there was the, the confusion. I'm glad we exactly, cleared that up. Exactly. <laughs> Battleborn pins are Disney-quality enamel pins of vintage Vegas icons. The ever-expanding collection includes this week's featured pin, the Stardust Marquee. Originally installed as the property's new marquee signage in 1967, at a cost of half a million dollars, Stardust's Shower of Stars marquee is one of the most iconic in Las Vegas history. Fitting for a property who is one of the most infamous for its ties to organized crime and the largest skimming operation ever busted in the state. After Boyd Gaming took over the property, they elected to change the font on the 188-foot-tall sign in 1991 from the Electra Jag it was best known for to a more understated choice, the name of which is debated depending on the source, but is probably best known as Futura Typeface. The pin measures 1.5 inches and will cost you $10 alone or $26 as part of the Vintage Vegas Combo Pack, which includes the Mint Marquee and the Dunes Turret. 360 Vegas listeners can drop that price another 20% when they use the promo code 360. Just go to bbpins.bigcartel.com or go to our blog, 360vegaspodcast.com and click on the banner ad for Battleborn Pins. Next stop, the FBI busts a Vegas prostitute for extortion. A male prostitute was charged this week for alleged extortion, a result of a successful sting operation. Well, at least somebody was doing something successful. <laughs> According to reports, Freddie, the prostitute's name with an I, of course. I don't, I don't trust eyes. 
had <laughs> had a sensual encounter at a Las Vegas strip resort with a prominent gambler whose name was not disclosed. Sensual encounter. I think I think sexual is where I was going with that. And then the funny thing is, I was going you wrote to, sexual. I was going to rip on myself for saying sensual because that's clearly I got from the source, realizing I was actually critiquing me. Okay. Plans for the two to hook up again were made for June of this year. <laughs> However, when that time came around, the undisclosed gambler was unable to honor those plans. That's when he started to get threatening text messages from the prostitute claiming the sexual encounter was filmed, and if he didn't pay $100,000, the tape would be sold to a gossip website for triple that. And so the FBI were brought in, and the rest has already been detailed. The prostitute claims the texts were joking and trying to teach the alleged victim a lesson. All right. So many things wrong with this. Well, and so what was funny is the first time I read through that, I'm like, so was the customer a man or a woman? Because I wasn't sure. But it's just in that one paragraph that you say he started to get threatening texts. So so this is a, a gay prostitute, which, okay. That might lead a whole nother. Well, there's so there's so many. Like the first thing that I could say is like, can you imagine what an amazing world it'll be when sexuality is not shamed? I mean, we well, won't that's live what in I that mean. world. Yeah, but I mean, I mean it, it, that kind of adds. It's one thing if it was a, a male prostitute servicing a woman. I mean, that's kind of exp- that type of relationship is uh, sadly right, more I common s- than. I, I see what you're saying, but yeah. I, I'm talking about not only no, but that's what I mean. I think sexuality, but yeah, you're like. Did you just have sex with this with this male prostitute? Like, yeah. Yeah, he was hot. I paid him. I wanted right? to. Are you then trying to say I didn't pay him? I have a receipt. Right. Right. I'm just saying that it, it you know, God bless the, the client who, you know, you don't know. This could have been he was coming out here and right, indulging yeah. a fantasy yeah, that he being, didn't want other people to know. Yeah, letting the cops know, like, what the fuck's going on? Right. Yeah. So. Well, okay, let me ask. Let me throw, let me throw this variable in. Knowing this story, does it change anything if this particular male client is married to a woman? Does that change it for you then in any way? So well, no, that's kind of what I meant. Is if this is somebody that was indulging another side of their sexuality or keeping that part of them hidden from their partner that they, right. you know, if they're married, regardless of whether they actually want to be with a man or if they just enjoy, you know, both sexes. Yeah, the, it, the idea know. being like it. We're God damn it! I can't. I can't he's, it's a good question. I'm just trying to phrase it right. I mean, prostitution is prostitution, and if you're married, and if they're married, to me, it's an issue. Right, but, but that's not what we're talking no. about. It is just the idea of someone just had sex with with someone else. But yeah, that's we don't really care about that. It's not really a thing that anyone worries about. I, I don't. My guess is that is not the situation. My guess is this guy is married to a woman. Probably, yeah. yeah. And he's, you know, hey Jen, come here. I got a question. Uh oh. All right. Well, let's 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 get it from the source. What, what are you I mean, doing not, not. I was just get it from the source. What, what did you have an affair on her? Is What's that what happening? you're saying? What's happening? I, so the person married to I, a I got I got a question. I got a question. <laughs> sure. So let's just say, hi, you know, usually I go out to the Vegas vacations without you. Yeah. Let's just say hypothetically that I get caught by a prostitute trying to blackmail me because I backed out of that that particular purchase. purchase. Now, I've, I've engaged in that purchase before, but this time I yeah, back out. stories. All right. Stories. You would be cranky, right? Well, I that know you I know you've made that purchase before. You've, you, know, you know nothing about my prostitutional in, oh. in endeavors. Okay. Now, let's just say hypothetically that you find out that the the prostitutional services that I am procuring are, are with a man. <laughs> All right. Does that change anything as it relates to if my pro- if my prostitutional services would have been procured from a woman? Yes. So you see <laughs> prostitutional. Uh, no, I, none of it is okay. Does buying a prostitute does Buying a male prostitute caused me even more concern about my life choices? <laughs> yes. yes. There you go. Does yes. it make 
do either one of them make me less likely to divorce you? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's not where I expected the conversation to go. No, either one, male, female, I don't care. You're you're hitting the road, Jack. However, <laughs> do I question my life choices and every single thing you've ever told me in our married life? Yes. <laughs> and so that's okay. Thank you. I'm done with you. So that's my point. Is I wonder if there was something about it being a a a, a male prostitute versus a female prostitute is what has really been the source of this extortion. Oh, probably. I would think. Because otherwise, just, I mean, having sex with a prostitute does I mean, nobody wants a videotape of themselves out there having sex. So if he really did videotape it. See, and maybe that's, maybe I got stuck on that whole Black Mirror thing or the thing where people are, like, put tape over their computer so, like, it doesn't capture over them the jerking off. Thi- yeah. So then someone could, could, could use that against them. Maybe I got stuck on that going, who cares if you're having sex with a prostitute? And you guys brought him like, yeah, but what if he's married? Oh, oh! I, see, I, I mean, didn't think about a cheating aspect. I just thought, like, like, hey, we had sex. I'm gonna fucking tell people. Like, who cares? Oh, I'm right. I'm, yeah, right. Yeah. So, I, no, I assume there was some. Things. In this case, you guys thought a few steps ahead of me. <laughs> Hate to but say it, but I love it. the fact I that my wife's do. like, listen. I'm going to divorce you over you having sex with the press, but I'm going to super divorce you over <laughs> sex with the But now I'm worried about my life choices. I think is what she said. Exactly. Well, and then, all right, all right. Let's but move wait, 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 real quick, though. What yeah. lesson was he trying to... If Thank this was you, a joke... That's what I was trying to not get what, lost. What lesson did he think he was I, teaching? I agree. Like, like, you Don't have, break a date? Yeah. Like, right. <laughs> You set up this date with me six months ago, and now you're breaking it? Oh, because life doesn't happen and change. No, this should have been on the calendar. It should have been a priority. I I hate to say. I I feel like we have this conversation weekly. Let's engage in in contract law. At this point, because I have contracted with you that I will be engaged with you from the 8 to 9 p.m. hour, when you back out literally or proverbially, I no longer have the ability to, and I'm not trying to be dirty here, but fill that hour with paid work. So when you back out at the last minute, you're costing me money from a contractual standpoint. Okay. I otherwise could have... Again, so, and there's a $100,000 cancel- so, yeah. 24-hour cancellation policy. Yeah. <laughs> so so that's fine. So so let him then... like a hotel room. Let, <laughs> Let him then hire a lawyer <laughs> and sue the guy. I mean, come on. You had a contractual agreement. Let him sue the yeah, guy. But yeah, that's the problem. Oh, I, I prefer to do my justice via text. <laughs> well, and what lawyer is going to say, oh, you contracted a, a you, you are a prostitute who was contracted and they backed out at the last minute. Yes, let me take that case. There's an office episode where, um, where Dwight and Angela are negotiating out of a contract that they got together on that would have sex with each other X amount of times to try and procreate a baby. And they're, they're starting to argue this contract out and then they start to get into the details and the lawyer at one party goes, I'm pretty sure it's not legal for me to be here at this point. <laughs> <laughs> one last thing for any, and we've got a fair number of attorney listeners. I, I understand and appreciate you cannot contract for illegal behavior, illegal activity. <laughs> so under my hypothetical, you're right. You're right, Karen. You're, I can't contract for prostitution right. services because it'd be like me contracting for, well, you promise that every six weeks you will buy 3.4 grams of crack cocaine. Right. And if you, it's, it's so I, I get it, but it's, it was still funny. And no, it was absolutely funny. It's a risky funny. career it was choice absolutely is funny. what I think exactly. we're meant to all learn. But I think, <laughs> but I think then to Tony's point, that explains why he went to extortion because he knew a lawyer would not take his case yep. and sure, the dude sure. wanted to get paid. And once again, once again, their services are exploited. And if this guy, I, so wait, so was it, you said it was a well-known gambler? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, is this guy really that well-known that a site like TMZ no. or somebody's going to buy no. this? No. No way. No way. I mean. I, I, I think he was trying to, he was trying to say, I will embarrass you and your wife if you don't pay right. me exactly. three times what you're going to pay me or whatever. All right. All right. Let's move into prop bets. For those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of normal noteworthy items. First up, Def Leppard began their Vegas residency at Planet Hollywood this week. Those in attendance shared that the band's stage backdrop, it's so Vegasy 
it challenges the Neon Museum's ability to harken back to a vintage signage past. Ooh. <laughs> that's 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 good for, oh. for is that what you were, is that what yes. is, is yes. that your mind's eye? <laughs> right. You, you did like, it, Tony. Just in case it's not clear, you want that. <laughs> That's right. I was at Planet Hollywood this week on Thursday. I've never seen so many Def Leppard t-shirts in one place in my entire life. <laughs> That's awesome. It's a proven formula. I mean, not just Def Leppard. But t-shirts? Bands. No, not t-shirts. Bands. Okay. Setting up bands. This. Who's drinking here? Sorry. Right. Vital Vegas shared this week that a dozen or so vehicles were seen on the Drew slash Fountain Blue project. Unless they are filming an episode of the Properties Brothers... Property Brothers. Property Brothers. Okay. I wondered what that was. was Properties Brothers is dumb. Unless they're filming. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what what brothers does the property have? That was a new one for me. (laughs) That's the TVHG version. (laughs) (laughs) Unless they are filming an episode of the Property Brothers, odds are this was just an accounting of what they have to do and what they will need to complete the project, theoretically. Moonshot.com is the place where you can find your favorite vintage Vegas shirts. Incredibly comfortable to wear, available in male and female cuts, multiple colors and sizes, reasonably priced, and cool as hell. Options include this week's featured property, The Landmark. Despite being a financial failure, it's an iconic structure in the city's history and an almost unescapable landmark, no pun intended, in many scenes filmed in Vegas during the 1960s to the early 1990s. While not featured in the film Viva Las Vegas, it is prominently on display in multiple sequences. It was repurposed to stand in for the porkashore of the fictional casino The Tangiers in Martin Scorsese's film Casino, and James Bond rode on top of the freaking exterior tower elevator. Offering one shirt wouldn't do this property justice, so there are two. This and dozens of other vintage Vegas shirts are available at moonshot.com, starting at $27. Use the promo code 360Vegas, no spaces, and save 15% off your order. Just go to moonshot.com, that's M-0-0-N-S-H-O-T.com, or go to our blog, 360Vegaspodcast.com, and click on the banner ad for moonshot.com. Wind Resorts will be required to pay half to three-quarters of a million dollars for the first six months of legal independent monitoring service for Encore, Massachusetts. Just one more example of the helicopter momming the Massachusetts Gaming Commission levied against Wynn Resorts for the Steve Wynn misconduct sexual thing. Like an abused spouse, dutifully responding per previous guidance, a spokesman of Wynn said, we look forward to working cooperatively. We look forward to working cooperatively with the MGC Selected <laughs> Monitor. <laughs> <laughs> Thank like, you, might, sir, ma'am. It <laughs> might be more distasteful, Mark, if you sound like a battered victim. Exactly. <laughs> wow. I, I know we've said it before on the podcast, and, and I will lovingly remind listeners, clearly Wynn has put pen to paper, and they've come to the realization that there's so much money to be had yep. yeah. by having this location yep. that it's worth putting up with all, all this bullshit. Yeah. I agree. Next up, Vital Vegas shared this week that the Mirage has $100 chips with the Vegas Golden Knights logo on them. The link. That's that's for all the, the chip collectors? Yeah, I know. Exactly. Yeah, I look forward to the day friends. when not only do I just play and collect $100 chips, but I can just post one in my random chip collection. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's $100. I just like the way it looked. <laughs> Just like the concept they were inspired by, Michael Walgreens on the corner of Harmon and Las Vegas Boulevard, the CVS at TI on the corner of Spring Mountain Road and Las Vegas Boulevard, also home to the Avengers exhibit, has plans to install a 45-foot-tall, 175-foot-long LED sign, the second-tallest LED sign on the strip behind only, you guessed it, Michael Walgreens. The picture of that is massive, and that corner is already a... If you're driving that corner, yeah. it's already you a disaster. Sunglasses at night. I, well, it's no, funny. It's just, I, it's, I actually have more patience with drivers than oh God, I, I ever have because I'm like, I get it. Look around us. Look around us. I, I get it. 
Them. I want to be angry at you because no. you're not getting where you want to be, but I'm getting lost here as well. Not if they have a Nevada and place. And I know where I'm going. I mean, I'm oh, getting God. lost in how amazing all of this but that, is. But that, a screen of that size on that corner is just going to be a distraction all the hell. It's going to make that corner even... The other day That's when I was going through there... That's why walkways over. It's so like, let you idiots fight it out down here. I know, but that's the thing. It's so like the other day I was trying to make a left there because that's you know a good way for us to get home. And there was a massive accident, like right in the middle. So like the two le- like left turn lanes had to merge into one to get around one of the smashed cars that was still sitting in the middle of the road. It just, ugh, I hate that corner. Actually, a lot of so the corners help- I hate. But Guys, help me out with my mind's eye. Where exactly is Spring Mountain Road as it relates to the, Treasure to the Island. Las Vegas Strip? It's it's the it's, corner where it's Treasure, Treasure Island, Island, the Fashion Show Mall, Wynn, and Palazzo. Right. There's oh, your, that there's that's the corners. Spring Mountain Road. Uh huh. Yeah. I'll be darned. But all, what also turns into, into Sands Road. It's Sands on that's, the on yeah, going east. It's Spring Mountain going west. Yeah. Very good. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Mark. What? Oh no. Oh yeah, I guess. I read it. Oh, we have? oh, oh! You didn't say the new sign is expected to be installed in 2020. Oh well, there you go. That's what I was waiting for. Sure, it was <laughs> because it is highly contagious. The Southern Nevada Health District informed the public this week that a case of measles was found in a visitor who frequented Luxor and Mandalay Bay earlier this month. Thank you, Jenny McCarthy, and your idiot anti-vaccination movement. Uh, that's uh, th- that's like the first case we've had here, I think. Well, and it's that's that's the problem that you have. Like people like us are, we've got our immunizations, we're fine. But you, it, it's almost like you out all the people who don't, <laughs> who didn't well, do it. One person gets it, and all of a sudden, so you just see it like. I don't know if I told you this. So here's the funny thing. Mm. So yes, we got our first round. So my mom randomly texted my brothers and I this the other day, not knowing where it came from. She's like, "Hey, I'm going through your." Um, childhood vaccination records and I can only find record of one measles vaccine for all three of you currently they recommend two and I'm like okay number one where the fuck did you find that (laughs) I'm I'm 43 years old my brother's 45 my other one's 41 where where have you been you're hanging on to our childhood vaccine records seriously (laughs) and then I'm like okay well wait a minute the IRS only makes you keep them for seven years right (laughs) So, I mean, hell, at least I know I had my tetanus shot in 2010, which means I'm going to be due for one pretty soon. But at least I know, I like, that's stuck in my head. It was an easy number to remember. So then I'm thinking, oh, wait a minute. If I only had one and they recommend two. So then I, I since it's a group text and my younger brother, the pharmacist, is included in this, I'm like, so does that mean I need to go get another vaccine? He goes, yeah, technically we do. I'm like, awesome. what do you mean technically? <laughs> like, have you got one? He's like, no. I'm like, all right, well, if you haven't got one, I'm not worried about it. But... Yeah. So, it's, so in the end, we, we no one learns. Is what no, we're we saying. we could still be at risk of getting this. We, is what I'm saying. You could be. You don't know what the hell your parents didn't keep any of those. Right. Well, right. your mom might. I get to live under the blind faith <laughs> that okay. I absolutely got all of them. <laughs> I remember it. It was traumatic. That's all right. Don't worry about it. I, I, I'm a Catholic. I just believe God will protect me from that, so it'll be fine. <laughs> There's this water, dude. It's amazing. <laughs> Clears everything up, and everyone can put their fingers in it. It's amazing. It's so sanitary. <laughs> everyone just sticks your finger. No, don't worry. It's holy water. Wait, it's, it's like alcohol. It's it just burns it all off. Don't it's worry. Right. If it can kill the souls of demons, I think it can handle the grime of a few people. <laughs> That's right. The earthly possessions of souls. <laughs> Funny fact, you know, earthly grime is way worse than demons. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> My religious vaccination is God made dirt, so dirt won't hurt. Exactly. Exactly. Well, one would argue God makes serial killers, and they fucking hurt a lot. <laughs> I love how you go from dirt to serial killers. <laughs> it's all fun and games I, until we start rhyming with the word grape. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Barney's luxury retailer announced this week that they are closing their location in the uh, law. Lo- or excuse me. Oh, fuck. God damn it. I, I even rewrote it so I could make it smooth. I'm sorry. It's a bit of Oh, fuck. God damn it. <laughs> Barney's luxury retailer announced this week that they are closing their location in Las Vegas inside the Grand Canal shops at the Venetian 
after filing for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. No word when they will close their doors. Oh, are they going to have a clearance sale? Going out of business <laughs> like last item? Shops. Oh, my God, yes. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how any of that. I'm not even going to try and pretend that I have any comprehension of how any of that shit works. Although, so here's the funny thing. It surprises me that it's Barney's, but then I kind of stop and think, how do any of these places stay open down there? I think that's why, to me, I was like, this is interesting because I don't know how any of you make any money doing <laughs> any of this. So I mean, the fact that one go, goes down, you're like, going, well, that makes sense. I get that. I 100% get that. Well, I mean, like walking, just walking through um, the the crystals yeah. and like you see like the the. Uh, St. Laurent, and you see, I forget who else is in there. There's Fendi, there's all these other, and there's never anybody in there, but they have like five sales associates just standing around. Right. Like, how do you make I na- any money on I this? I naturally assume like one purchase from Pretty one much, person yep. pays I, for that week's uh, rental space. That month. Yeah, but I, I have to assume. That rental space I, has got to be I've ridiculous. Heard month, one sale pays for, for it for a month. I, not based on what I know rent goes for in a place like that. I, that's what that's what I've heard. Oh, no. Okay, and what I've heard is probably a little more accurate than what most. Oh, really? Have, have you ever heard. negotiated a mall contract before? Yeah, I, this I girl. Think, uh, I think have you, you ever too. done anything in Vegas before? Business? What? Well, this is this conversation is taking a terrible turn mm. for me. So yeah, what was yeah. that, Tony? What I'm, did you say? I'm. I would love to do a uh, a Billy Madison uh, education uh, trade off <laughs> of you two, just so that I can purely go. We're all dumber for having listened to what you two just said. <laughs> wow. Now, how, it's funny that you and I were laughing at a dig. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. There you go. I'll, I'll mark, I, I never forget, Tony. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's being speculated that the NFL Pro Bowl, best known for being held in Hawaii but recently relocated to Orlando, may be played in Las Vegas's new stadium as early as 2021. Current cities are awarded the event on a year-by-year basis, and the Pro Bowl is the most-watched All-Star game in professional sports at 8.2 million. Indoor go-kart racing is now available downtown, specifically Indianapolis. If you are interested, you'll find them located next door to the Fremont Arcade. I think so. I'm not gonna lie. To put in there. Yeah. We've got a Vegas vacation coming up. Yeah. And when you can't find me. That's You'll where you're going to be. Next door well, to think the about this, Tony. You've got it. You've, I, I, I don't think you're fully getting Neonopolis right now. So you've got Banger Brewing right there. Right. You have the Cat's Meow, a gigantic karaoke yep. bar on the second floor. And now you've got this little side thing here. Don't, with don't forget the axe throwing. Axe throwing. <laughs> there's, there's bowling if you wanted it with, within within the confines. But I, I mean, imagine we're going to lose him at fucking karaoke. But yeah, but I mean this this is starting to become almost a potential destination a for yeah. a 360 Vegas yeah. vacation. I agree. Hmm. I absolutely agree. Which is funny because I actually uh, th- just this week. But well, you know what? We should talk about that real quick, gang. So two weeks from this weekend that this podcast is posting will be Vegas Vacation 9. <laughs> right? God, that's so soon. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I will not be around next week, so if you guys talk about it on next week's podcast, the only thing I do want to add to the contribution or conversation is merely to say be fully prepared if you're new to a Vegas Vacation. We go through this every single time, but I think it's worth repeating. I believe it's fully worth having a room downtown on Sunday night yep. yeah. so that you don't have to Uber your way back. You certainly can. And if yep. you control your alcohol and, you know, ratings for Uber aren't, you know, important to you, head on back <laughs> to your strip room. <laughs> but my philosophy is absolutely get a room downtown. Oh, yeah. Uh, as particularly Sunday going into Monday, it, it, they're going to be they're, they won't be as dirt cheap as most downtown rooms are, but they're still going to be relatively inexpensive compared to the strip. Right. Get a room, crash somewhere. I'm going to be at the California, and I'm not too proud to admit it. I'm not embarrassed or or, or shy. If people want to, you know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why you got to why you got to be room. so fucking apologetic for the Cal- I mean, California's bad place. My room is going to be fourteen oh nine. I'll hand out cards like you know. Now I see where we're going. Okay. We're staying and, downtown and too, but I'm not going to say where. Part of the night, 
meetups? Um, is the meetup on Saturday? On, or excuse me, on Sunday on the Strip? Is that going to be at the link just offhand? Are we are we sincerely having a conversation about 360 I, yeah. Vegas Vacation I, Nine while asking yeah. what it we, is we're going to do? We, I don't because remember. I'm not going to be around next week, so I want to have this conversation now. If only there were a place a person could go to get all the information available for 360 Vegas Vacation See, that's, Nine. That's hurtful. That is that is hurtful. Tony, you drink. I smoke weed. All right. I don't fucking know right now. I don't know. I barely know where I'm at. So I love that you said that you don't know because I'm sitting here thinking in the back of my mind that you're like, I can't believe you're asking us where we're gonna be. Like, don't you know? I don't. I don't fucking know. I know we're having a meetup. (laughs) I don't know where. Literally don't know. No. So hold on. I'm looking it up. Thirty-five, thirty-five bar. Oh. So does it link? Okay. Yes. And so. The best part, though, is even though I've got a hotel room Sunday night at the link that that evening, I also have a room at the Cal because mm-hmm. I know how much fun we're going to wind up having at the group gaming. And if we wind up at Neonopolis and we're doing go-karting and we're doing karaoke, you don't want to get in an Uber and go back. You just <laughs> want to stumble to your hotel room. Yeah. Uh, although I would, my guess would be that with a go-karting, Visible intoxication is probably not going to be allowed. Maybe that'll when be part driving. of day two in the morning, yeah. where we hit that. Like, yeah, like you hit banger to get a couple just to just to take the shakes out, yes. and then you yes. <laughs> then yeah, yeah. What? I mean, we we just we're just hitting it even, all right. I mean, in fairness, we're also in a constrained track, so the worst I can do is flip my cart to right. the track. I played Mario Kart. I know how this right. works. I'll be fine. <laughs> I'll, I'll see you just get another life, and then it's, 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 it just back pops over, over. Yeah. and I'll wind up having a sh- red shell in my hand. It'll be, it'll work out fine. Yeah. Okay. I, I thought that was far more clever than you asked. It did. was. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> He's like, I'm waiting for. You know what it is? Is that you're doing well, and then you're like, I think I have the crescendo, and you're like, you'll get to it by I'm going, like, no, yeah, good. that was fine. I mean, it's that's not good. a crescendo or anything. You're like, fuck you guys. Oh no, that was super crescendoing. He's sensitive, Tony, right now. Oh. That's the level of drunk that he is. Right. Oh, my God. So oh. a co-worker of mine this week told me it's about, sent me a video hair. of Jennifer Lawrence on The Ellen Show. And she's got an alter ego when she drinks. So she go, so her philosophy is, listen, you got a problem with Jennifer Lawrence? You take it up with Jennifer Lawrence when she's sober. You got a problem with Gail when she's drunk. You take it up with drunk Gail. Right. That's my new philosophy. Right. Of course. I have just decided that Tony, when he's drunk, totally different person. You take it up with Bruce because oh. that's who your real problem is. Sober so, Tony is super fun. So I have a funny story, a funny related story to this. So when I was hanging out with Brian and Tanya. Yeah. Um, so they were at whiskey down and they were playing video poker but i think brian lost this pretty fast and so tanya was still playing but they're still sitting in the bar and in like an hour and a half the bartender because they kept comping both of them and he comped brian like four or five makers in an hour and a half and so so brian's feeling pretty good so then they go to a, a they're doing some more gambling but they end up at a craps table and oh god poor poor brian so Tanya walked up to check on where, you know, I was at if I was coming down. And as soon as she walked up to the table, they hit a seven. And then she walked away and then she came back a few minutes later to again see if if I'd checked in with Brian. And another seven was rolled. <laughs> and apparently Brian like turned around on her and just was I, I don't know exactly what he said, but Tanya looked at him and said, Okay, Tony Jr. and turned around and walked away. <laughs> And and actually, like, texted him after she walked away. She's like, I'm not going to dinner with you. And I'm like, oh, shit. Not good. Um, But it it was hilarious. You know, she called him Tony Jr. Tony Jr. (laughs) That is not funny. I don't don't think anything about that is humorous or entertaining. (laughs) Yes, it is. He he immediately started backtracking and all was good. But it just... Yeah, he was whoa, like, I, "Whoa, I'm well, sorry." Well, no, he he whoa. said he goes, "I thought I was being funny," and she she was so funny about it because she's like, she realized they went from drinking good alcohol to he went to the craps table and was getting whatever the hell the waitress oh, was bringing yeah. around, right? And apparently, the the low end alcohol does bad things. Immediately, so <laughs> she, into Tony, really. <laughs> yep. But she she said he's like he's never done that, and as soon as like he went off on her, and she was just like, "Okay, no, done. All right, Tony Junior." <laughs> See you later. 
I would I would expect nothing less. <laughs> Doing my part to ingratiate myself then to a different female. We do need to wish a very happy birthday to Amanda of the Todd and Amanda crew. Oh, that's Today's right. Her birthday as we're recording. It is her birthday today. Yeah. Happy yes, birthday, Amanda. Shout out. No, I know that was kind of bad. Shout out? That was bad. I'm sorry. Oh, go to coming attractions. That was sorry. Gross. is a portion of the show where we share with you accent artists outside of the usual residencies that will be performing in Vegas in the future. First up, Charlie Daniels' band is performing at the Golden Nugget Friday, December 8th. They're going to sing their one-hit wonder, which is, you know, <laughs> the devil went down to Georgia. Yep. They're going to do it over and over and over. I, li- I like to think you- they'll jam band it. <laughs> <laughs> For like a good 35 so, minutes. So you realize that is the first song that I ever learned all of the lyrics to. Yeah. Because my parents used to wow. be like big country fans. And for some I don't know a single other song that they've ever done. But that song, my brothers and I used to play over and over and over again on the record player. And I, I still to this day can like, or, run through or, the whole thing. Or when you're at the, sh- at the show like uh, like Family Guy when they were doing the Cantina Band. I'm like, all right, we're the Cantina Band. We'll be here all night. Shout out if you got any requests. Play that same song. All right, same song. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, listen, you're going to get to hear The Devil Went Down to Georgia over and over <laughs> and over starting at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $79. But listen, y- you want to maximize that $75? Show up about 45 minutes into their play set. Exactly. Because you know that's going to be the Set-list. closer. Right. <laughs> Access to premium content is available at patreon.com slash 360vegas. A monthly subscription will give you access to the enhanced version of the podcast, often with bonus content, exclusive podcasts like 360 Vintage Vegas, 360 Origins, 360 Vegas Movies, insider information on all things 360 Vegas, 360 Vegas Vacation, and early access to everything. To subscribe, simply go to patreon.com slash 360vegas. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Or you can find a link to Patreon on our blog, 360VegasPodcast.com. The iHeartRadio Music Festival featuring Alicia, Alicia Keys, Cage the Elephant, Chance the Rapper, Def Leppard, Halsey, and more are performing at the T-Mobile Arena Friday and Saturday, September 20th and 21st. Show starts at 7.30 p.m. Tickets start at $86. But if you listen to our earlier portion of the prep, that's Def Leppard, they're doing our Vegas residency at uh, Planet Hollywood. Yep. My advice Save some money and just wait for the iHeartRadio Music Fest and, and, and get to see Def Leppard then. Yeah, but I imagine you're going to see them do like two songs and all it is is an advertisement for the actual show. Uh, right. Doing. <laughs> I know. Elton John is performing at the T-Mobile Arena Friday, September 6th and 7th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $60. It's Sir Elton. He goes from doing the Coliseum to T-Mobile. I know. I I assume, as you guys have pointed out to me on many of occasions, $60 is for the most extreme, terrible nosebleed seats. You're paying 10 grand to see them in the first, you know, 28 rows. I will say this as a concert goer, I was so happy to see him in the Coliseum. Oh, way better. Mm Because it was phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Well, it's it's the intimate venue. Right. In in and of itself is, uh, that's why why all these fucking acts are doing this shit. Like, Check this out. We just hang out here for like a week. Right. The little the, like mini residencies. Just yeah. every uh, everybody comes to them. Dude, let's fucking go to Vegas for a week. I'll sing a couple times. We're good. Right. Exactly. Evan Hansen is waving through a window to see Eric Clapton performing at the T-Mobile Arena Friday, September 13th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $69. Okay. So that joke was who's, lost on Mark who, and I. Who's Evan Hansen? All right. Please tell me he's not so, a handsome brother and you're aware of them in any other way except <laughs> a handsome brother. So there is a song from a musical called Dear Evan Hansen called Waving Through a Window. And somehow this just got for, even weirder. And for those of you that are aware of what unfortunately happened to his son, oh. you will appreciate that that is a disgusting reference. 
Well, now oh. I'm disappointed that I'm not familiar with it. Well, no, I know his. I feel like there's a great joke that just got lost on me. But wait, was his son? Oh, it was super lost. Was his... <laughs> Don't if you try and break it down and get the answer, it's only gonna. It's gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask him Google afterwards. search it, kids. Google search it. <laughs> Don't forget that you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists that we report on on our coming attractions calendar on the blog. That's you moving into the count, the closing. Um, I don't do the closing, dickhead. You do. Yeah, right? Okie dokie, then I'm ready for it. Holy shit. <laughs> Wait, how many episodes no, have you been this doing can't, this? I can't. I, this, I don't know what he's got to be mainlining, whatever the fuck <laughs> he's consuming tonight. Do you want me to do it? Because this went... No, no. Oh, you're making no, it. Cr- <laughs> Everything about what I'm doing right now is super clever, you, Karen. You start, you, you, you start closing, mm-hmm. all right? And you don't do it in whispery voice. You do it like a big boy. <laughs> we want Radio Tony. For episode number three eleven. Thank you for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog. It's three sixty Vegas Podcast dot com. You can get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash 360vegas and get 360vegas shirts, mugs, and anything that we can slap a logo on. We do that over at zazzle.com slash 360vegas. If you'd like to send us some feedback, written or audio, you can do so at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. And if you aren't sure how to record audio with your smartphone and email it to the show, we have instructions on how to do that as well. It's on the blog's main page. Tony, where can folks find you? I'm at 360 Vegas Tony. Tomorrow morning, they can find him there. Karen, where can they find you? (laughs) I'm at Karen Mark. He just told you where you can find me. So until next time. (laughs) 